<laughs> All right, guys, we're here live. Every time me and Ashley are on, it's like nothing. Sorry, you're talking. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go. No. It's you time. You no, time. You guys. All right, hold on, guys. Welcome back to the Dental Marketer Podcast. This is the Voices of Dentistry here. Oh, this I'm is actually going to be on the Making of. The Making of. The podcast. Making of Podcast. That's okay. right. Yes. All right, well, let's just keep going. <laughs> we don't edit out the stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to edit it. We never edit it. This is This is raw, uncut. The Making of Podcast, and I'm your hijack host. George Hariri. George, 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 our favorite. Um, so I was just, I just told uh, George right before we aired that I have a bone to pick with him because George, myself, and Richard Lowe recorded an amazing episode last year and he never released it, guys. Never released. It's only been 10 months is what I said. <laughs> and so it's still coming. It's still coming. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> So I, I asked George for, for the the audio if he's not going to... Oh, what was your reasoning? Well, tell them. So tell our audience <laughs> why I did not make the cut. No, it's not the cut. It's just we didn't know where to put it because it was really funny, right? She said that. Funny. But, you know, other than that, it wasn't a whole lot more than funny. And we don't have a place it wasn't for... a whole lot more than funny. <laughs> we don't have a place for a whole lot more than it funny. It wasn't that great. <laughs> my water just almost went up my nose. We the our entire podcast is um yeah just about so yeah squirrels every 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 guest I've ever gotten on I've been able to talk about productive things and not get <laughs> off topic and then I get on with you and it's like this first like I've never done that before no, it, it sounded never? it's like everything I hate about podcasts it's just like <laughs> <laughs> it's just people wasting time with a microphone and that's what we did for you like an hour what? but it was so <laughs> funny that he's not is, gonna like this episode. That is such a compliment though what? for me to be able to get George off of his like stick up the butt is how yes. you described it last time stick, stick up the butt and I still see Richard Lowe doing his <laughs> <laughs> the stick up the butt uh, we, we need to get Richard on here when he's done recording that oh, was yeah. that was an awesome episode. No, that was. It was a lot of high value yeah. stuff that we had discussed yeah. and we needs to be published. It needs the stick up <laughs> the, the world. We need needs to know how, that. It, how it So was I've extracted. used that line like five times <laughs> since <laughs> I've said the you know, I used to be a stick up my butt on here and I got that from you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I even said it as recently as two days ago. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, we were recording live and then I was with Matt and his wife and Matt's wife just started busting out laughing. She goes, I wasn't expecting to say stick up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I know. It was awesome. How have you been? Um, Good. Our practice is, we've doubled in a year. Really? Yes. Um, so I doubled in that, like, doubled what? Doubled. <laughs> <laughs> doubled what? <laughs> doubled our happiness. Doubled our stress? <laughs> doubled our brownie points? Our, um, <laughs> no, we, so our, our production, our, okay. um, yeah. so our adjusted production doubled from year one to year two, which. Oh, so you've barely recently completed year two. Uh, no, we completed it. So I'm, I'm take, so we opened September of 2017. Okay. And then, so I'm a little over two years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I guess the hard part for me is like, now I want to ask you your numbers. Right. But you're, you're now, we know who you are. This is, this is uncommon for me. Can we, um, can we do a voiceover in my voice? <laughs> is that weird if I'm the host of the <laughs> podcast? <laughs> yes, that's weird. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> I remember last time we were signing. Yeah. Right. Oh, no. Yeah. Ask. Can we ask? You can ju just say the numbers, right? No, I don't know if you're comfortable, right? Yeah. I Dude, are you serious? I don't want people. Remember, I said. Yeah. I don't hold want on. Anybody? Just type it here. Okay. 
I just need to know for our frame George of our discussion. George is asking for my digits. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> Put them in. <laughs> Put them in. Last 12 months. <laughs> Adjusted production. No matter what you show me, I'm going to say, damn. <laughs> damn. damn. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Okay, so now I have an idea of the size of your practice. Okay. So, by yourself? By myself. Four days? Four days. Monday through Thursday? Monday through Thursday. Monday, it's 9 to 5. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 7 to 4. So I don't offer any extended, like, hours. We're not open on Fridays. I'm, I'm giving her a round of applause. Yes. And um, I was actually listening to a podcast that you did with one of your other clients. And you were talking about your happiness as yeah. being... Like, what is the return on investment for your happiness and I really I messaged you about how I really connected with that one female doctor that mm -hmm. you interviewed and you're like yeah you guys are pretty similar and I really want to know who that is you know who that is do I yeah oh no I want to connect with her you gotta tell me her name she won't mind you know her pretty well yeah was she here is she well here? I mean okay let's do it this way okay no <laughs> Uh, What's the point yeah. of it? <laughs> <laughs> like, why is this even on a podcast? Like, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, a lot in common, yeah. right? And so the conversation I had with her is probably the same one I'd have with you. Right. Is so double your practice. Fine. Um, how do you feel? I feel stressed. I feel stressed because I'm doing the dentistry. Well, on on one of the days of the week, I'm doing the dentistry that I love, which is a full upper rehab like I just want to have one patient in the morning for five six hours that's one day a week you do that yeah I started to pre-book my schedule because you I was have that much rehab to do uh, we're booking into mid-February now for my cases so it's been it's been awesome so what's the criteria to get on that appointment um, they prepay for that no but like um, what type of case oh right? anything cosmetic so like smiles? Yes. What about implants? I don't I don't get a lot of implant cases. What? Last year I saw the implant bridge you did with the panel. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I there did was that. two on each side. You know, that so was a nice case. Thank you. I still remember the panel in my head. What is oh, it? Thanks. Second premolar to... Yes. Yeah, you have a good memory. <laughs> I just don't have a lot of patients who are missing single teeth. Okay. So you like the veneer case? Oh, yeah. Okay. Let me, let's flip this for a okay. second. I literally was telling Matt in the car yesterday, yes. I hate smiles. Really? Oh, man. The patients come to me for that shit yeah. because I have great reviews and, like, yeah. you know, and I'm like, I'm not doing it, you know. <laughs> like, Are I talk them serious? out of it. Oh, yeah. Why? I hate it. Do you, do you not feel, like, uh, like comfortable with it? Is that why? I don't feel good about the practice of ripping off the enamel off somebody's teeth and giving them something that is, like, fake. Not as good as what was there before structurally. So that I they're going to have to replace multiple times throughout their life if they're young. If they're young. But do you not agree then that when that patient does not have confidence in how they look and feel and it is affecting their relationships and it's affecting how they show up in the world, you don't think that you are doing a service to them by giving them a smile that they are confident about? Uh, yeah. No, I see Enamel that. Enamel versus confidence. No, I see that point, right? Mm. Like, I see it. 
I think I don't run into the case enough where it's like that patient is that traumatized by it. Really? It's more like a, yeah, it'd be nice if they were a little bit more mm. blank. Yeah. See, I run into patients who are like crying debilitating in life. Yes. No, and I feel great about that. Like I had this one guy, he was crying, and then I did I did some work on him, and so it occlusal? was more replacing missing teeth oh. <laughs> with, a, with an occlusal <laughs> composite. <laughs> <laughs> some, he was some missing preventative some sealants. <laughs> we did fluoride varnish, oh, and he was just so happy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I'm br- I'm making see. I'm bringing George's true colors out, and he 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 doesn't want to let this side show, guys. I know. No, I mean, yeah. you listen to the show now. I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm funny. Therefore, you can now air the episode that yeah, we no, recorded. Yeah, no, now we know See? the episode that we recorded 10 months ago is yes, coming. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming, you guys. At what year can I expect it to be released? 2020. Okay. This one. Okay. This one. <laughs> this one, right? No, and I think, I think I'll talk to Richard, right? We'll, we'll, we'll figure out a time. If not, then we'll give you guys the recording to release. So Richard originally said that um, he wanted to branch off like all these different podcasts. Yeah. What happened to oh that? Yeah. So right now we are, so that's not like not going to happen. That's just not going to happen right now. Okay. Um, so Richard, <laughs> so he said that and then he said something when him and I were recording at that event that mm-hmm. got him in trouble. <gasps> he really? got in trouble at an event? Um, not with, yeah, he got, he said something he shouldn't have on air. Oh. And now I want to know what he said. Well, obviously, I'm not going to say it because he wasn't supposed to say it in the first place. Oh, oh. And it wasn't with anybody in dentistry. It was just with his own stuff. Oh. And he got... <gasps> oh. He told us. He did. I remember. Okay. Yeah. So that really killed his momentum yeah. for the shows and stuff. And so we finally got him back up and running. And so now we have, like, you're sitting right behind you is our podcast producer, John. And so now we're running three shows a week on oh, our feed. And... We're like getting to the point where we can handle multiple shows kind of running at once. And that's very much a trial and error. So until we get that rolling, then we could be ready for multiple shows. So we're, we're still moving in that direction. It's just um, we're doing it a little differently. Gotcha. This is quite the setup, though. Like how many, how many shows? You said in one so feed? How many in a So week? We, have three, we have three segments, we call them. So practice underwater. So Shack Shared Practice Podcast mm-hmm. has the Practice Underwater, mm-hmm. Season 5, Leadership, and then... Um, we also have the Pursuit of Ownership is our pre-owner show. Uh-huh. So we have three shows that we kind of run on our feed. Yeah. And that's in... And that's like, you know, managing ads, intros, outros, everything for three different shows at any given... Like, that's a, that's a job. Who does that? John. He, he manages all the ads and everything? Yeah, and then that? working with our editor back and forth and then sponsors. You know, that's a big thing. Because that's hard. So, like, to manage the ads and everything like that. Yeah. In so... You know, that's that's John's job, and um, we're really lucky to have him. He's really, really bright. Give me the job description for that. So he's our podcast manager. So that's, that's his title. Okay. And then we have our editor, Gary, and they work together to make how, sure that... How much does that pay? <laughs> <laughs> we're working on it, Ashley. <laughs> yeah, Wait, no, but... Is he an intern? No, he's... No, this is his, like... Yeah. I just he's hired, an audio guy. I hired a podcast planner to do the, all the ads and everything, but I don't know how to tell them, like... Make it nice. I can't just say that, you know? Well, he has a ton of... Ex- like, he used to work with Howard Ferran in his show. Oh. So, like, this is a guy that's been in dentistry Wait, on podcast. Ryan? Ferran? No, Howard Ferran. I know, but is it, is it Ryan? This is not Ryan. This oh. is John. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is this his son? No, this is John. This is Ryan? weird. No, Howard John. 
Sean does uh, not equal Ryan. Two different names. Okay, let's go back to Ashley though. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is this is what happens when I'm with you. Jeez, squirrel. Dude, she's like I this is happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I have that impact. Okay, back to me. Okay, so your number. It's a great number. Um, and you, you like your rehabs? Yeah. So that day is really fun? That is my favorite day. So of the what's week. your least favorite part? So like there's A's, B's, and C's, right? Like yes. if strategic coach. So you have like your A is your rehab days. What about your job do you just love more than anything else? You like your rehab day? I love my rehab day. I love meeting new patients. Okay. Um. You like <laughs> okay. new patients? I really love lunch. <laughs> <laughs> love lunch? No, dude. I take a two-hour lunch almost every day. Really? I love lunch. I love lunch. <laughs> I love lunch. No, I love lunch. I'm you passionate like about lunch. I am so school. passionate about lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Although I'm trying this thing where I'm like not supposed to eat so much <laughs> anymore. <laughs> so I don't like it as much. I don't like it as much. No. Okay. No. But in in terms of like the managerial, is that what no, you're No. Just asking? everything about your job. So you like. Let's just go through a list, right? Yeah. You like the rehab day. I like the you rehab like day. You like lunch. I like. <laughs> <laughs> you like meeting new patients. I okay. love. I love. So what patients. about what about existing patients? You don't like them? Oh yeah, no. So I all love patients. I love all patients. Okay, there we like, go. I just want to talk. It to was just people. a weird thing. Like <laughs> <laughs> she was like, <laughs> no, we have that in common. Yeah. For sure. So I'm a I'm a high eye. Yeah. I only want to be surrounded by people for and sure. like having, like jokes in the chair. Yeah. Like that's all I want to do. So and we the play dentistry this gets in the way of that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dentistry. <laughs> this dang dentistry, like, it would like. I'm go not a guy like that wants to sit there and no. just like finagle with somebody's exactly. mouth. Oh, a number two, like facial composite, or number fifteen. So what happened with your EF two? Um. So um, I fired her. Okay. You I have another one. I do. Good. I ha- I have another one, and she is awesome. Good. Good. So you so have, I have one. one. I Good. have one. So she allows me some flexibility what what I um, I'd like to pick your brain because um, where I am the most stressed is on those other days so not Tuesday Tuesday's rehab day Tuesday's my rehab day on that's the smart other putting days. it on a Tuesday yeah. you would think to put it on a Monday but Monday's a really busy day mm. Monday's a big Tuesday yeah. is might be a slow day yeah mm-hmm. and so if you have one patient who prepaid mm-hmm. and is gonna miss work anyway yeah they can miss a Tuesday versus yeah. a Monday that's a really smart move and I don't I didn't want it on a Thursday because we're closed Friday, and if yeah. something were to happen, you want a couple days where the, I want a the Tuesday, days. but then not Monday is important. Yes, because exactly. even if that patient cancels on over the weekend or Monday morning, you can still fill them in. You right. have a whole day to fill that spot. There's always an emergency happening on Monday. Yeah. So we, my team, and I, I so I get really frustrated because I will find we we accept a lot of PPOs in my practice. Sure. And. Um, and now they've been triple booking me. Like, I cannot be physically in three places at the same time. And I am not fast. Mm-hmm. I am not fast. I am like the world's slowest dentist. I will give an injection for 10 minutes. I swear. Like, it's slow. <laughs> George's yeah. face is yeah. like, whoa. George's face is like, whoa. That's and, then I want, and then I don't have time to, like, BS with my team or BS with patients. And okay. Yeah, it's That's just no fun. So That's no fun. Um, so your biggest issue is how busy you are on the yeah. other days. How busy I am off of these awful reimbursement fees. Okay. But my team, because we have this big audacious goal that we want to hit for this year, they're like, 
if we need to schedule you to hit those numbers, then you have to be faster. And you have to be... So what takes you... Like, let's let's go through the things. It takes you 10 minutes and I'm of a patient. Um, yeah, like... So, like, no, hold on, though. Yeah. When, do you, when does it really bother you? You're prepping and you have to go get somebody numb and, like, all of this yes. stuff? Yes. So I, I hate that. I'm not a good multitasker. I want to sit down in one room mm-hmm. until completion and then go to the next. Yeah. Yeah. So... Why not have your hygienist get your patients numb? Because they are also busy, and they don't like when they run behind. So then why not, and I'm, I'm just throwing this out yeah. there, right? You might hate me for this yeah. idea. But why not have, if you're triple booked with insurance fees, why not just have a hygienist who just gets your patients numb? So is that worth $50 an hour? Is it to you? <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, okay, so I'm a part of a mastermind group, and... The thing that they keep telling me Staff every month overhead percent is, is too high. and how I have an underperforming 18. hygiene department. It's they're not at three point three times their pay. And then if I add another hygienist just to numb for me, it's like yeah, uh, no, they would hate me, right? Yeah. Okay. Do you make enough money? Like overall? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So why does your staff overhead percentage matter? Yeah. Just because the guys in the mastermind group think that it should be under 30 percent so you sound a lot like my husband like it's actually really fascinating because no i think the the whole overhead percentage yeah. thing is total bullshit yeah it's it's a number your overhead is a number it's not a percentage it's x thousands of dollars per month and you produce x thousands of dollars per month right and you collect whatever and then you co- you keep the difference so how much does a hygienist cost you three days a week or fifty dollars an hour your staff overhead percentage is going to go up. Yeah. But are you going to be happier? Are you going to be less stressed? I'm not saying it's a hygienist. I hate numbing. Like yeah, really yeah. Numbing. See, Do you hate numbing I, too? I get about half of my patients numb. You get half of them numb? That's amazing. So we have uh, four hygienists. Oh. And so my assistants, like literally if they come give me for an injection, I look at the schedule. Yeah. And if I see every hygienist with a patient, I will get up and go give the shot. Okay. And so now they say... Can you give my patient numb? All the hygienists are busy. Because <laughs> they know that that's the first thing yes. I'm going to do is check the schedule. Okay, tell me about your guys' schedule. Do you stagger I stagger patients? appointments, yeah. yeah. So we do provider time scheduling. You went to Breakaway. I did. Yeah, so X's and slashes. That's what we do. But also for your hygienists, do you have some start on the hour and some start at the half hour? No, uh, that's, that's something I... So I kind of like them all having the exam at the same time. Yeah. Because, like, for me, I time, like, at 45, yeah. I'm not going to walk in and prep a tooth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's in the back of my mind. Like, mm-hmm. wha- me walking in to prep a tooth, I'm not going to do it at, like, 845. Yeah. Because they're going to come get me for their 9 o'clock right. exam right when I sit down. Right. So I'm going to go interrupt them, do my exams, and then go prep the tooth. Okay. So I like that. Like, if, if I split it up, then I just have exams all the time, as mm-hmm. opposed to having a lot of exams in one 15-minute period. Mm-hmm. And so we have two dentists. So, you know, we just split the hygiene exams. Who's your dentist? Um, Richard's like one of his best friends from middle school, actually. Really? Well, yeah. Associate a, or partner a, or what? Well, associate. Associate. She's a beast. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> she's awesome in uh, every way. Yeah, no. I love group practicing with another dentist yeah. is like my favorite thing. Okay. Because we just shoot the shit all day. You know, like it's yeah. so much fun. Like I have like like this yeah. that we're doing right here. Yeah. This is me all day. Okay. Okay. Let me. And we ask just happen to do some dentistry in the process. How do you? Like, because you know how some offices will cherry pick procedures and then the associate will get whatever yeah. the 
other doctor doesn't want to do. Yeah. Like, how do you prevent that from happening? Like, do you ever do you ever compare end of day production and like if yours is lower than hers and you have to actually pay your team and all this? Like, how? What is your mindset when it comes so to that? So I'm a unicorn. Like, for me, so before I had my associate, I was doing about eight a day on my side. Wow. You're fast. Yeah. You're really fast. And that was like miserable. That's just bread and butter dentistry? Yeah. yeah. Implants, but not oh, a ton. Nice. I place like mm, maybe like three a month, four a month, something like that. Not, not crazy amazing. amount. amazing. Um, so yeah, like I was doing eight a day. And so that's like about the doctor production that we have to do is about eight a day. Mm. And so then when she started, um, I think we, we, we had about seven. So we said, okay, I'd be doing 45 and then she would do 25. And for me, 4,500 is like a very smooth day, like mm. just kind of in and out, like not really stressed. And then lately I'm like, you know what? She's doing more exams. Exams bother me. So I just let her do a ton of exams. Now she's diagnosing really well. So then we switched it. So now I'm doing three a day and then she's doing 4,500 a day. So she is out producing you then? Now, because that's what I want. Okay. And like a patient has a big case. I want yeah. her to go in and do the exam. See, how do you shift your mindset to be the opposite of the cherry so, picker. Because I'm not worried about my staff overhead percentage. I'm not worried about all that shit that the mastermind but told why? me. Why? Why aren't you worried? Like, Am I making enough money? Oh. Yeah? <laughs> yeah? Am I happier this way than the other way? Yeah? That's what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying hire another hygienist. That's not what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I'm saying figure out the things you hate doing yeah. and don't do them. Yeah. You'll be happier okay. and you'll make a little bit and less money. And not worry about like the types of cases that my associate... Because I'm looking, I'm looking for an associate. Yeah. But I worry about, hmm, I'm only child syndrome. Hold on. So you're looking for an associate, <laughs> yeah. and you're booked out of your big case day by like, so if you did two big case days a week, you could pay for your associate, and you could open up Friday. So like if I were you, and I know I'm not supposed to like do the if I were you mm -hmm. thing, mm -hmm. I would push my big cases more. That's where I'm happy two days a week of big cases mm -hmm. I would work one less day and I would open up Friday and I'd hire a full-time associate open up so if we open up Friday then I have to hire more people correct see and then it's like oh m more staff yeah higher overhead <laughs> see? so think about it this way though you have to pay for the associate somehow yeah so opening up a day pays for that associate Opening up a day pays. So you're saying you can, you like you have to increase the number of procedures you're offering. Yes. Do yourself more high specialty procedures, mm -hmm. and expand your capacity. Like those things need to happen when you get an associate. Mm -hmm. So that's how you pay for them. Mm. And then you make the same and are much happier. Now, would you go straight to opening up a Friday, I, or or? Would I have staggered shifts and have now later evening it's the appointments? Same. Is it the same? How I'm many hours a week are you adding of hygiene? That's pretty much what you look at, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't care how you do it. It's just like you need more hours. But what's your preference? I mean, my team, what worked easier was Friday because mm -hmm. I have a big team and so we can just pluck people that aren't working enough and put them on an extra day. Mm -hmm. If your team doesn't mind working more and you're not going to pay overtime or whatever, then sure, extend hours. I don't care. All I care about is that you're expanding capacity, bringing in more procedures. So what procedure do you absolutely hate more than anything else? Extractions. Endo. <laughs> yeah, extractions. For me, it's extractions. 
Like endo, I hate too, right? Do you refer out a lot of endo? Like everything. I just hired a part-time specialist though. What kind? Endo? Endo, yeah. So, cool. That's a good, that's a nice move. Um, but think of something you refer out and having an associate that can come in and do that yeah. will also help pay for that associate, right? And then, um, but you need to grow a little bit because at your size, you're not yeah. totally ready for a two-doctor practice. Well, I, d I didn't want to work anymore. I know. So you need to cut back a little bit, yeah. but you need to find ways to grow a little bit while adding the associate. Oh, uh, okay. So you can grow so into So just me cutting back is not enough to assist? No. No. 100% no. Well, how, like, what are your, what are your benchmarks to know when you're ready? So you want a two hygiene days per doctor day. Make sense? Oh, uh, okay. That's okay. a nice baseline. Two, and then where is that from? Like, how, where did you arrive at that? How did you arrive at that? Two. I mean, two I don't. I honestly don't remember the source. Yeah. That's kind of a number that it's like um, twenty-five to thirty percent staff overhead. Where did you get that from? Uh, Marcos's. Okay, but like also a hundred <laughs> other places. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I don't know, but like two hygiene. Like I, I always do things based. So my personal philosophy is hygiene first. Okay. And so, because if you look at like kind of the sequence of things, typically hygiene is like where everything starts. Patients come in. I mean, do your new patients come in through hygiene? Mine do. Yeah. So everything is hygiene based, and then you pull everything doctor side. That's how this whole equation okay. works. Mm -hmm. So your associate needs hygiene to fuel her production. So I want to make sure that two days of hygiene per one doctor day. Mm -hmm. So how many doctor days are you guys going to have? And then scheduling, making sure that you guys have the proper ratios. Okay. So if I, if I hire somebody for four days a week and I cut back from my four days to two days. So you want to work two days. I want to work two days. So then I would have your two days be big case days. And then have her do all the bread and butter. Everything else. Everything else. You're going to take an income hit. Yeah. But is that where you want an income hit? So now the thing that I would look at, right, if I'm looking at, like, practice underwater style, right, I don't have you here, mm -hmm. I'd look at your dashboard and yeah. I want to see how much you diagnose. Because how good are you with patients? Because how big of a drop-off are we going to have I'm with really an average? Good. You're really good. I'm really good. Like you're, you're Jane good. Like that girl that you were talking about, like the startup girl, Jane, the one on the practice underwater. Yeah. You're that good? Yeah. See, that's hard. That's hard. Because and that number that you have that basing your income off of dips. Yeah. Because now every exam she walks into yeah. versus you, I'm assuming it's a female, you could mm -hmm. hire a male. Mm -hmm. um, every exam she's going to walk into is going to be less. Yeah. So now your, you know, let's just call it 100% of your production becomes 80. Mm -hmm. And now you're also not working as much. You have another right. expense. So then that's shrinking your margins both ways. That's when I don't like it. Yeah. So that's when you need to grow hygiene as a way to combat that. So I need to hire another hygienist and an associate. How many hygienists do you have? I have two. One works four days and one works How booked three. out are you with a new patient exam? Um, into March. What? Yeah, it's ridiculous. You can't get a new, another new patient until March. Um. Well, I mean, don't don't check. Is that a, is that like a? You guys are booked out. Let's check. I have local med. Hold on. This is a quick sponsor to local <laughs> med. So. <laughs> local med online scheduling. <laughs> yes. Right now. You know, I still pay one ninety nine a month for that thing. Everyone else pays one forty nine. 
Go talk to them right now. No, I'm actually extremely pissed off about it. I've been paying one ninety nine a month for that for like over a year. <laughs> and everyone else is like one forty nine is a price, and I'm like. And I've just been too lazy to send the email complaining about it, and so I just keep paying an extra 50 bucks a month. You're like, it's 50 bucks, whatever. That is amazing. Yeah. I'll I'm talk to them for you. I'll do it. I'll yeah, do it. no. They know who you are, George. I don't know if they know who I am, but tell them who I am, yeah. and tell them I'm pissed. How do I book my... Sh- <laughs> no, no, you, they know you. I'm like, D-George. Oh, D-George? Okay. No, I was actually talking to the guy. He had no idea who I was. He's like, oh, so you're a dentist? I'm like, yeah, I'm a dentist. Which guy? Um, I don't know, man. Joe? Oh, the one with the tattoos? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Probably not. Am I not supposed... Like, where is my local med Here. thing on Facebook? It should be... Um, wait, Facebook? Why are we on Facebook? Is well... Just go to your website. Oh, yeah. She's she's a Facebook live person. Of course we're on Facebook. This is the, <laughs> this is the place we go to. This no, is but isn't I don't use this. Shouldn't there be a, a book now on Facebook? No. It's Facebook. No, I feel like there should. Doesn't local med have a... It has it on Google. I think on your Facebook page. It's Google, your Google yeah, review Google page. Or Google or Instagram. Google Maps oh, man. See, now I need to look at where people can... Thanks. I, I haven't booked... That's oh, okay. I think you can do it on Facebook page. Okay, hold on. See? Okay, now I need to talk to them then because my thing doesn't... Okay, now I'm on my website. How do I book? Yeah, book I mean, now. Okay, book, book now. now. Let's see. New patient. New patient cleaning. New patient. Adult. Okay, February 20th. That's pretty good. That's not good. Not good, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> so yeah, you need you you so now what does that say? That means you can add more hygiene. Dude, what what's today? Today is the 20 something. 25th, 6th, right? I don't know. And what is the rule? You're supposed to get two a new weeks? patient in 2 So weeks. you should be able to offer 3 appointments within the next 2 weeks. 3 appointments? Yeah. What is, is the only appointment that you can offer? Like, you have one option to come to my office in the next two weeks. And if you can't make that, you're screwed. Basically. No, <laughs> <laughs> no they should have three options. Oh, like my god. We have this option, this option, or this option. And they're all within the next two weeks. So, seven and eight. Yeah. Okay. So, I need a... Yeah, you need more. Wait, your hygiene, your new patient appointment is only 60 minutes? 60 minutes with hygiene and 60 minutes with me. So, two On hours. your... Okay, fine. What do you do? 90 in hygiene. The whole time? Yeah. Okay, so what is, do you guys accept PPOs? Mm-hmm. What is, your, what, is, what is your goal for your hygienist to hit a day? Do you so have a daily goal? So my hygienist, I don't do daily goals. They do hourly, they're like 150 an hour. But how is that possible if, they're, if a new patient is taking up a 90-minute slot? Um, what's your fluoride percentage? Oh, we have like 90%. Really? Yeah. Okay, and uh, so your fluoride perio, you're doing it. Yeah. Um, what does your hygienist produce? Sometimes, like fifteen hundred. No, yeah, fifteen hundred less. Usually, no. Okay, my goal for them is to hit fourteen, fourteen fifty or whatever. It's kind of a big goal. Fourteen fifty. Why? What is your goal? Nine hundred. Oh. Wait, how much are your hygienists making, though? 40. And that's three times? Is that three times their pay? I don't care. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I give a shit about that number? So where did you just, where did you get the 900 then? I mean, I want them to have, on average, one opening a day. And if they're doing what they're supposed to be doing in the chair, yeah. then they're doing about, you know, 140 an hour, and that's seven times seven seven hours of the day that's about I don't know what that number is but it's around 900-ish 
980. 980. So, I mean, I, so we have different philosophies on hydrogen openings. Yeah. You probably hate hydrogen openings with a passion. I hate it. It okay. like gives me an ulcer. Okay. So, <laughs> my break-even point on adding a hygienist. So, how did I go from two to four hygienists in a year, right? Yeah. Like that's crazy. Openings. So you have. So uh, why is it? Why is it that you, it doesn't bother you that there are openings? Because I, I know their metrics, right? Like my hygienist, so the, what's my cost of adding a hygienist? Do you have an open room for a third hygienist? I know no. the idea of checking for a third hygienist would drive you nuts, but like yeah. you don't have an open room? Mm, I work usually out of four rooms. What? Because yeah. I'm so slow. And then they like triple book me and then... <laughs> they triple book you. Yeah. As if you have no control over the situation. <laughs> the boss, <laughs> the man triple books me. <laughs> Uh. I will say, I will say, I've said over they and over again, book. Don't, I don't like, <laughs> I don't like that this is happening, but I also <laughs> don't look at my schedule beforehand. So before I know it, it's morning huddle and there are three columns of patients. So that's my bad Yeah. that I'm not going through <laughs> my schedule. Don't you have seven ops? Six. 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 So two for hygiene and four for you. Yeah. Somebody's selfish with the rooms. Hell yes, I'm the only <laughs> child. <laughs> I'm the only child. The only child. Jeez. Um, okay, well, look. Okay, <laughs> let's just assume you had a room, right? Because it's hard for me to... So, my cost of adding a hygienist is $40 an hour. If you want to put all the payroll tax and shit on there, it's 44 Okay. My average production per hygiene appointment is $140-something. dollars. Okay. My average treatment accepted per exam is $197. I know those stats for my practice. Because you so use PBM. Practice by numbers. Plug. I just... <laughs> are they a sponsor? They are for my, our show, yeah. Yeah. So we buy more practice by numbers than they pay us. So it's a sponsor that we lose money on. Wait, wait I don't <laughs> get it. What does that mean? So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Say it again? So we yeah. have, like, we, we for our coaching clients, like if you sign up for coaching with us, we buy practice by numbers for you. That's included in your, like, coaching. How much is coaching with you? I'm not going to share that on air. Why not? <laughs> it's two grand a month. Okay. Ah. Um, and so included in that and is... And you're the one, you're the, you coach. So me, Matt, and then right there talking to Richard is Suzanne. Uh-huh. So we just hired her because like we launched Practice Underwater and in three months had more coaching clients than we intended to. And um, so she used to work for Mercer Advisors and was in charge of 46 in-office consultants for them. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we hired her to be our director of coaching and to, to grow our coaching because it's just been so powerful coaching through metrics. Because like a question like this, right? Like somebody's telling you not to hire a hygienist because yeah. it, it's your, your uh, 3.3 and yeah. your 25%. Yeah. So my break-even on a hygienist making $40 an hour, if I have one hour filled, that's $350 of revenue from my practice. So I can have that hygienist for nine hours seeing no patients. And if the 10th hour they have a patient, I broke even. So realistically, we shoot for a new hygienist about... A little more than half full. Okay. And then they fill up. And then you get another one. And then they fill up. And you get another one. Openings is how you grow your, grow practice. your practice. And so you, like, I want to add $350. I want to play that game, right? How, what game can you play? You bet 40 bucks. Yeah. And if it fills, you get 350 bucks. Wh- where is the 350 hmm. from again? Break it those, down. So those are your metrics, right? So that's like my production per appointment yeah. is 140. And then my... My diagnosis percentage, my treatment plan size, and my treatment acceptance percentage spit out a number that is my revenue, my treatment accepted, s- treatment scheduled for mm-hmm. me on my side per exam that I do. Hmm. New patient or recall, doesn't matter. 
So in my practice, it's $197. And so I 350 bucks for one, one hour with my hygienist is the value to my practice. So I want to play that game as much as often as possible because it's so hard to lose in that. And no. my staff overhead percentage is like 32%. Do I care? No. Because I make more that way than an overhead percentage of 28% where, where you don't have uh, my revenue is less. Gotcha. Um, okay, so mm. you have two doctors, though, mm -hmm. who are able to do those exams. So if, if I add so another... Right, yeah, you need to add in this. Like okay. You're like, I can't handle three columns, and then I'm telling you, hire another hygienist so yeah, you have another exam to do every way, hour. Like, yeah, yeah, right. But you're, you're telling me why you hate hygiene openings. I'm telling you why I love hygiene openings. Gotcha. We shoot for one hygiene opening a day hmm. per hygienist. So that's why our goal is based on seven hours of patients when they work uh. eight. Because okay. I don't want them to be too full. Okay. Because that means we're not growing. And the whole 90 minutes of the new patient is with hygiene. With hygiene. How much of your time is that? Five minutes? I don't know. You really, you only talk to new patients for five minutes? Tops. Yeah. And what, and your case acceptance is through the roof still? Through the roof? No. Good enough? Yes. What is good enough? 76%. That's really good. Yeah. How do you how do you do that off <laughs> of a five minute conversation? So, not all minutes are created equal, right? I work really hard to create a great connection with a patient in as little time as possible. So, like, I'll walk in, like, I literally walked into a new patient can, exam. Can I be a new patient? Let's role play. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Did you know you're a millennial? Am I? Yeah. No, I'm not. We were just talking it outside of the room, and millennials are people born between eighty eight and ninety eight or whatever it is. Eighty eight. Yeah. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> no, he thinks I'm a... Is she not a millennial? No. See, I no, I'm not. Dennis, she's not a millennial? I'm not a millennial. Oh, hi, Dr. George. Nice to meet you. Oh, hi. I'm Ashley. What nice brings you in you. today? Um, well, I, I just haven't been in for a bit, so I knew it was time. Have any concerns with your teeth at all? No, I'm pretty sure I'm perfect. Alyssa, do you have any concerns for me? My hygienist? Uh, no. Okay. Well, let me set you back. I'll take a look at your x-rays. I'll see how you're doing. Okay. Back, exam, up done out that's it 100 percent. Well, you don't want to ask me like nothing nothing nothing, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. you so don't want to ask me anything. i make them laugh once and then i move on oh oh that asking me about my age i thought you were serious george <laughs> <laughs> no oh bye i'm saying bye to we're saying hi to holly dr holly Holly wow. Baller, Shaq Collar. Hello. I used to have it's so good to see you. <laughs> oh, you're not leaving. She's here. All right. <laughs> Safe travels. Alrighty, bye. Bye, Holly. <clears throat> okay. Make them laugh once and move on. Why laugh? Dang. Um, that's a connection, right? They had a good experience with me. They laughed. They liked me. And then... Right, so how do I know it's working, right? You're like, well, all my patients will leave. I'm not building a connection with them. Well, I track my reappointment rate. If my patients are reappointing, I'm going to see them again. I had a patient literally tell me, I'm going to another dentist, and I saw her six months later because she set up her next appointment. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Wow. She, she bought her practice. I, we bought the practice. She goes, oh, I've been seeing the other guy forever, and uh, you came here, and, you know, uh, I don't know you, so, like, I live in Scottsdale. I'm going to go 
you know, like right, right next to here. I'm going to find Dennis next to Voices of Dentistry. And I'm like, okay, see you next time. No concerns. Bye. I see her six months later. I'm like, what? You're, you said you were leaving. You know, I remembered her. And she's like, oh, I just had the appointment, so I just came. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. So that's, that's a thing. Like, that's real life. So my way of knowing, like, I don't let my, I, I let my metrics give me comfort and let me do what I want. I don't want to sit there talk to the patient forever. Make a joke, move on. And, like, if it's an interesting patient, I might talk a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But that's not the standard. Yeah. And if they set up their <laughs> next... <laughs> <the> p- <laughs> interesting patients are not the standard. No, right? Is that the standard <laughs> for you? Do you have, like, the world's most interesting people coming through your practice? No. I'd say 20% of them are solid. 80% tolerable. I did. I <laughs> tolerable. did. Tolerable. Oh, my goodness. So, I just had a new patient. Speaking of interesting patients... I see it now I'm digressing. No, you guys have to hear this story. You guys have to hear this story because I could not believe my ears. This patient just moved to my town. She's from an, a small town in the Pacific Northwest. I'm starting to talk to her about her family. And in a nutshell, she tells me that her younger sister was walking down the street, got picked up by a man, and then her body was found in a motel room bathtub. That is a real story. And then she starts like bawling in the chair. This happened three years ago. Um, And because the town was so small, the police like trampled over all the evidence. Nothing could convict the guy, even though he, it was obviously him. So he walked. And his, and her sister was 28 years old. This is the kind of shit you guys talk about on the show. (laughs) See, I have the world's most interesting patients. This is what she talks about in her practice. Yeah, isn't that? Oh nuts? my That's goodness! Nuts. I think the ADD has something to do with the falling behind. <laughs> 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 like, but you know, like, so. <laughs> she was just like, she was just like I gotta get back from here. Yeah, like, I'm not even gonna respond like, to the story. I'd like, like, love to reel this in. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> this isn't a murder podcast. <laughs> yeah. oh, Those are out there, yeah, though. And they're amazing. I don't know. All right, anyway, yeah, bring it back. Bring it back. Okay, bring it back. <laughs> so, um, I forgot where we were going. What? See? Um, the reappointment rate. Oh, yeah. Like, if they're reappointing, then I don't care. Like, I know I'll see them again. And that's all I look at. So, yeah. they're reappointing, which so means... So, they're reappointing, and you're not so interested in... 3.3 times a hygienist pay. No. Um, you're not that interested in overhead. As so 3.3 times a hygienist pay. How long has that stat been out there? I don't know. Like 20 years? Has it been? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I tend to subscribe to, like, are you a sports fan? Um, no? Not really. I'm a big sports person. And, like, if you look at sports, analytics are being introduced into sports, and they're totally changing the way that sports are played. Things that everyone thought, wow, that's, like, really stupid are like really smart things to do. And all the things that are like, wow, that's a really very sound, logical thing to do, like 3.3 times hygiene pay, yeah. is like not actually that great. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying like 3.3 times hygiene pay is great, but are you doing it at the expense of growth? Right. Um, right. If you can have both, fine. But in my practice, I tend to be very aggressive and I want to go for it on fourth down. I want to shoot a lot of threes. You know, like I want to play aggressively and mm. um, I set up the game to win, you know? Mm. So, yeah, I take a lot of risks, but it, it works out for me long term. I, th- I find it so awesome to know that even though you are very much a numbers guy, you have a very different take on, on those numbers. Num- yes. numbers. Thank you. I don't, let, I, don't, I don't let somebody tell me something 
I really find things out on my own yeah. based on what people tell me. Mm. So the th- like the 3.3 times thing is great, fine. But like, where did that number even come from? Like, wha- like where, where's where the origin of 3.3? Why not 3.4? Why not 3.2? Yeah. Why not 3.1? Why right. not 2.7? Right. It's just somebody thought of it sounded nice. 10. Yeah. 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 No. 25 no, like to 30% it. staff overhead. Yeah. Cool. But what if you live in an area with high staff right. wages? Right. And you need to, you need to practice differently. Mm-hmm. So true. Am I making enough money? Am I happy? So you're, if your staff overhead was 28%, I, I might guarantee you'd be less happy. Because you'd be more stressed. (laughs) You have less help. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, if your team was, like, underperforming, right? You guys are underperforming Mm -hmm. right now. I'm Mm -hmm. air quoting you. Mm -hmm. That means that you need to do more. You're coming on here saying, I'm very happy with how much money I make, and we're we're doubled, but I'm super stressed. Oh, definitely do more. Your staff is underperforming. Yeah. How does that, that like, how does that really make sense? So, so what Mm -hmm. I'm taking away from this conversation is I need to hire an associate uh, can I? Can I? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> what I'm taking away from this conversation <laughs> is you need to think about the things that are making you very stressed. Yes. Make a list. Yeah. And get a game plan for how you want to alleviate that stress. Tools in your toolbox are potential adding a hygienist to get your patients numb, finding other ways to become more efficient, potentially hiring an associate. Mm-hmm. Every one of those options has pros and cons. Right. I'm not telling you what to do. But based on everything you've said, you're feeling very stressed. Things are very challenging. You need to alleviate that somehow. An associate is one route. Yeah. Um, there are others. So I don't know which one to take. Uh, like, really don't know much about your practice. Like, you know what I mean? We should record a practice underwater. <laughs> yeah. With, with my voice masked. <sighs> see, and then you'll see all my You're too staff. famous. That's why I didn't even do it. With my, I even with my, um, my voice changed. You're too famous. No. Oh, stop it, George. Oh, stop um, it. Tell me more. Tell me more. I'm not. They won't recognize. My audience doesn't listen. The what if, what if somebody finds out who you are? That's okay. How? How will no, they? what if? What if they put two and two together? You know, remember that guest I showed you about? You were yeah. like, oh, I figured. Oh, yeah. yeah. Other people figured that one too, actually. Really? Yeah. Mm. What if, are you okay with that? No. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. If you are, then fine. We'll do it. Okay. But if you're not... Yeah, I want you to see my numbers. I just signed up. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> no discount. <laughs> you no just, you free just free wait. <laughs> no. you Everybody just pays full price. Dude. You signed up to what? <laughs> That's insane. Dude, what did you sign up to? Practice oh, by numbers. Practice like, oh, I send yeah. so many people over there. Like and you get no discount. So many people. And, like, Dental Intel would be the easiest company ever to work with because, like, they get it, right? Like, they get, like, the whole, yeah. the way that everything yeah. works, which is why they're huge. But, like, I've never once contacted them because I've been in love with Practice by Numbers as a product Um. since I was a second-year dental student. Oh. And so, like, I just said, Rohit, look, I want to work with you. Please sponsor my show. Shaking him. And, like, I will buy more Practice by Numbers (laughs) than you will pay me for sponsorship because we have, like, enough clients to do that. And we have practices, you know, between all of us, we have five offices. So, like, you know, and then Clay, actually six. So, you know, like, we buy a lot of Practice by Numbers. Yeah. And they don't pay us a whole lot for sponsorship. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but wow. I just want to talk about them because yeah. they help me. Like, think about all the things we just talked about in this episode. Right. None of them are possible without practice by numbers. They help me out. Coaching, practicing, being happy in my office so much more than anybody else. So they don't need to give me a lot of money for sponsorship. 
Yeah. But then, like, Rohit, right? I needed him for something. I called him. He's at his kid's birthday party. He goes, okay, I'll take care of you. He hops into his office. He logs in. He gives me access to whatever I needed. And then he goes back to his kid's birthday party. Mm. That's what I get from them. I get that relationship. Mm. And that's worth way more than whatever sponsorship dollars they give us. You know what we should do? <laughs> George is like, what? George. What? I should be your grasshopper. And we should have, I should be a coaching client. And we would just record what our coaching calls sounded like. Would you ever be open to that? Um, or like is that giving too much information away? Um, well, we kind of do that with practice underwater. Oh. Right? <laughs> Like, you're not really giving no, me anything I don't have. I know. No, no, no. But, but isn't, does, practice, isn't practice underwater just a one-time? Yeah, no, and I get the, 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 the appeal of a recurring thing. Um, is practice underwater every every person that's on there is a client of yours? It's a two-parter. Yeah. No, it's, they're not a client of ours. So uh. that is the intro call. So a lot of times we'll get an email saying, I'm interested in coaching. And we're like, I just hop on to practice underwater and we'll just do an episode. And then a lot of times, I think we close like, I don't know, almost half of the people that come on. So those are your sales calls then? I mean, they're not really sales calls. They sort of turned into sales calls. But that, like, I, I do not even mention coaching. Like, uh, the most... Yeah, I didn't know you coached. Um, the most recent the most recent one that signed up was like, well, I did the interview. I said, hey, thanks. That was a lot of fun. Bye. And they sent me an email the next day. Like, so I feel like we just scratched the surface. Like, how does coaching work? And then I, I literally sent him two lines, 2K a month, monthly call, email support. And then he goes, send me a contract. So it's 2K a month for one mo- call a month? Correct. Email support and then your... Um, analytics. Yeah. Your report. Analytics and your analytics software. And like the value is, so what do we really offer people? We offer people focus. Like Ashley has like all like, she could, she could go in a hundred different directions. We look at your practice. We look at your stats. Where do you want to go? And what is the next thing that you can do to get there? Like nobody knows that. Nobody knows the most important pressing issue in their practice. Like we've been talking for how long? I still have no idea what's going on in her office. I have no idea how difficult it would be to get an associate. I have no idea what her revenue per exam is. I have no idea where her break-even point for hygiene is. I don't know any of that stuff. So like we give people that information to make decisions. And then they have the peace of mind of knowing I'm doing what's best for my practice right now. That's worth way more than... And you and give that information through practice by numbers? Yeah, like I had this one guy, my first client ever, Ike. He bought a practice doing like 300 something. And like this year, so the last six months he did, so that was a year ago. The last six months he did 513. So like over the next, this year he'll break a million. And so his practice is worth like 800K now. He bought it for a sub 300, like three something. So he grew his practice like 500K net worth. And so if you're doing a year of coaching, that's like 24 grand. So would you pay 24 grand to be like $500,000 wealthier? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No brainer. You know what I mean? Yeah. And using analytics, like the reason we did that is because we were just super aggressive. Like I knew, like, so everybody has their own, like, I call it patient efficiency. Mm-hmm. So like Ashley seems very patient efficient. She diagnoses a lot. She converts well. So like we can be more aggressive with a client like her than we can be with a client that like only diagnoses fillings and has poor case acceptance, right? Patient, they need more patience. And so we can't push the hygiene thing as aggressively because their overhead is going to be too high. Like the, the math doesn't work out as well. So for those aggressive clients, we can very quickly grow practices because we know what, what levers to push and when. And that's the true value of what we offer. Way more than like a monthly, it's not like a monthly thing. It's more like a 12 months, 24 grand. How much can we grow your practice in those 12 months? Oh, so it's but in two months every, I mean, two, 2K a month is how we split payment. Yeah, uh-huh. 
but like it's really twenty-four thousand dollars for twelve months. How can how much can we grow your practice? And it's a hell of a lot more than a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> that's good, man. That's really good. Yeah. Any questions? Yeah. Um, when when do you see your clients, or when when is the right time to start looking at dropping insurances? So right, you have two paths. You either get an associate or drop insurance. Um, I don't love the drop insurance game. I really don't. Yeah. I like the associate. I, I, I'm biased. Like, I just have a straight bias. I like the stability of dental insurance. Mm. Yeah. I like how, I don't like practices that are dependent on me. Like, that's the thing you're really feeling right now. Yes. It's like everything is super yes. dependent on me. Drop insurances, guess how much more dependent things are on you, Ashley. Yes. Ashley, you yeah. need to see that fee-for-service mm -hmm. patient. So true. Versus, like, you could set up something that doesn't need you. That's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. So keep insurance and grow. Just grow. And you, you oh, we're not doing any marketing. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. Like that makes no sense to me. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> no marketing. She even gets. She even has leads. The people she needs to call never calls them. Never called. Yeah. So, like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, Who gives a shit about your staff overhead? Like my gosh. Just keep growing. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you're part of the mastermind thing. Mm -hmm. Literally the same investment, if not a little bit less. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. Probably should edit that out. No. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Keep it um, real. Yeah. Don't let that get back to anybody. Um, <laughs> How do you really feel? That. But I do like... No, I get it, right? The community. The community a, lot of, a lot of things yeah. are positive. Yeah, I'm not... It's a great thing to offer. Analytics offer a lot. Using them effectively. Dude, you're making me think about like my like, like I want to hire you for my stuff. Jeez, but all <laughs> the <laughs> analytics I've ever heard are the fact that I have so much overhead and those are not analytics. Those are accounting statements. Oh, that's really? accounting. Yeah, mm. like. That's like saying, um, so you're not a sports person, so all my analogies are sports-based because analytics is really big in sports. But like, that's saying um, analytics is the score at the end of the game. That's not analytics. Analytics are like performance indicators. Staff overhead is not... That's like a end-of-the-day accounting statement. Mm -hmm. How do we influence the top-end production? 80% mm -hmm. of what I do is influencing production. Mm. Not and not trying to find the cheapest lab supplies. Yeah, oh yeah, no. That's like a one-time thing. You figure out the lab that has a good price, good materials, yeah. you use them and you move on. Like that's like a 15-minute project. So, in your practice, how much are you delegating? <laughs> Do you everything? delegate everything? Everything. Like every So like we have an expression in my practice, two expressions. One, we try to make everything like night guards. So like a night guard, you talk to the patient about it and you never see them again. Yeah. You. So, dentures are like night guards. Invisalign, night guards. You know, the I prep a filling and I'm out. You know, I... Yeah, I mean, as every clinical thing I'm allowed to legally delegate is what I delegate. Hmm. And so chart notes, all of that stuff, delegate. I can what? get into the office, sit at my chair all day, and not look at the computer once and leave. I do that r routinely. You, you don't double-check chart notes? I mean, if there's something, like, if I had an appointment, number three crown prep, everything went totally great, what am I really checking for? Mm, to make sure that all the narratives are complete for insurances. Like, do you, you don't do that? I look at my AR days, and if the AR is appropriate, then I'm fine. 
Okay, walk me through. <laughs> so now I'm interviewing you. Walk me through how many people mm-hmm. you have in the front. Three. Is is one an Can office manager? Yes, and two so are front desk. So two are front desk. So it seems like your practice is really large. Is that not in? Do you not need another person in the front? So our number is. That's about my size. Okay. So my staff overhead is like. 28, 30% somewhere in there. I don't know. Um, We have, so we outsource insurance verification. (gasps) Okay, tell me about that. Okay, so we use a uh, company in India called Medusend. And um, what is is it called? Medusend. Med US India. I don't know what it, anyway. (laughs) um, They like (laughs) M E D U S D I N D, something like that. I don't know. And, they, yeah, so they do our insurance verification for us. So then, then I don't need somebody calling and checking on benefits. So we have like two people that sit up the front. We have what we call her the scheduling coordinator. She's filling hygiene openings, saying hi to people, new patient paperwork. Mm-hmm. And then we have the other ladies doing treatment plan presentations, scheduling mm-hmm. appointments out of hygiene. And then office manager. And your office manager is a true manager? Yeah, 100%. So we hired a hygienist like a month ago, and I never met them until they started. Wow. So my office manager put up the ad, gave resumes to my hygiene lead, who called, scheduled interviews. They met, picked somebody. They started. I shook their hand. Okay, I want to be you. Like this year, I'm going to be George Hariri. No, like well, you know what to do. <laughs> Two thousand a month. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I'm really big on that, right? Like, it doesn't need me at all. Yeah. That's what I want. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put. A podcast bomb here. Should I yes. put George? I just talked. I just talked to George. Richard's still going. Richard. Richard is joining us, guys. I can't sorry. wait. Sorry. Sorry. Hello. We have Ooh. Richard and we have Laura. Is Laura is a lovely dentist from. Are you on, Laura? Nice yeah. to meet you, Laura. I'm Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Laura. We have the cutest <laughs> accent. She's yeah. from Alabama. Alabama. Um, so, Mr. Richard Lowe. Yes. I was picking a bone with George. Oh, he we <laughs> recorded this amazing <laughs> episode. I just found it again. So, it, it no, so here's, here's okay, the let's issue. Let's talk about it. We need to air it. Yeah, no, we do. You I just need found to air it. it. I just found it. It was so funny. It was amazing. <laughs> um, because what happened, it was right when we were struggling with editors. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I had this guy from, like, India that I found on Facebook. And he was awful. <laughs> um, Wait, no, no, no. But when, when are we publishing it? Um, I told her it was only ten months ago, so she she has to be she has to take <laughs> no. it easy on us. Yeah. she can't be so unrealistic yeah. expectations that we're going to publish months. it within the first year. Yeah, ten <laughs> that's not ha- that's not how podcasting works. No, there's a the, delay. These are like a three year out type thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you record an episode. It's like a good one. That's wine. why it's called the archives. <laughs> you gotta let it. You gotta let it age. Um, a three-year waiting period. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Then I will n- definitely not be a startup anymore by the time it gets aired. Right. I'm no. not a startup anymore. Huh? No, you're not. I'm not. I'd say a year out. You're not. Yeah. Okay. Um. Who's okay? We got to decide this right yeah, now. If okay. it doesn't, whose show is it? G- does it go on yours or no, mine or mine. the pre-owner? It's going on mine, guys. You guys <laughs> no, lost the opportunity. <laughs> Maybe the pursuit of ownership. Actually, pursuit of ownership because it's it's yeah, about that's startups. kind of our smorgasbord. That's what we're going to turn that into like our just George is like <laughs> George is like. It was just 
it was just too funny, and we didn't. We don't <laughs> no, do funny. I like, loved it. We, we I loved it. No, it was a big, It was like a, a funny waste of time with no content. George is like, there was like no content. So <laughs> well, <laughs> no we basically the the so I I recently cut it up because okay. I found it again, and. <laughs> Because we're we talked about swell. partnering with Swell. Because yeah, we started off, oh. we asked you, said yeah. we said, hey, can we sit yeah. down and record your experience with Swell <laughs> right. so that we can help Swell? Right. And and so I, I'm now in conversations again with Swell. Okay. And I was like, okay, I want to produce these ads. I was like, where is that episode? And I've dug and I've dug and I dug. I found it. Okay. And I re-listened to the whole thing like last week or the week Did before. You? Yes. Is it, it was, hilarious? It was beautiful. Okay. <laughs> I think I <laughs> think it it go, it's going to go on the it pursuit of ownership. We'll, we'll have them okay. record an intro outro for it. Okay. And um, uh, I think it'll be funny hearing them record intro-outro for this episode. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> so, um, Ashley, you see right there those two guys uh, on this side with Suzanne, our director of coaching? Uh, yeah. These, so oh, these two guys two. are here. Those okay. are student interns. Oh. So they've been working with us for a couple of years now. Behind and the so scenes. they have their own show now, The oh. Pursuit of Ownership. On Wednesdays. Oh. And so they're going to listen to that interview, <laughs> and then they are going to go I record intros, outros. I think that'd be hilarious. I you don't think, think so? I think we got to intro outro it with Ashley. Oh. oh. We okay. can do it over Squadcast. Let's, let's do it right now. No. And, and I don't remember. You what need we to re listen to it. We have to re listen. No. Yeah. We could just introduce <laughs> the episode um, and just let it go. And just talk about how. Okay, I, c- I can intro ago. and outro it right okay. now. Yeah. I d- I okay. I'm worried about our levels though right now. We're clipping all over the place. Um, See, Richard's the audio that? junkie. Yeah. How do you even hear that? He came into, so I had this room in my house. And it's where I record, and he comes in and he starts clapping, like in the corners, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and he made me get these big black things to put on my wall that are super ugly, <laughs> so that the so it that like no it traps echo? the echo. Uh. Yeah, yeah, it's important. it's important. I built a creepy podcasting tent oh. in the entryway yeah, office like of our house. Room. So <laughs> you, yeah. the so from the street, we just bought a house in August. You can see into two windows on the main floor, and then there's the garage on the other side. Right inside those two windows is a seven-foot-tall by five feet wide by five feet wide tent, square tent, like rectangular thing made out of um, moving blankets. I, like, built a wood frame and, like, double-attached moving is blankets. Your front room in your house. Yes. And so you I'm walk sure into the house. You so walk much. into the house and, and turn left, and there's these French double doors that open into this room <laughs> that has this, like... <laughs> I love the gesture. French double doors that open into this room. With this, this massive, creepy blue tent <laughs> that doesn't look like a tent. And it With looks Christmas like a... Christmas lights on the inside of it Stop. to light it. Christmas oh. lights for lighting. Because he has That's blankets so all the way around. <laughs> Yeah. So every week we do our partner <laughs> and a meeting. podcast microphone. And we, we're all in there. And then I see Richard with Christmas lights and this little blanket every week. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I did a live in it the other week and I, I gave people the tour. It wasn't, it wasn't a long tour. It's not <laughs> this is the tent. This is, this yeah. is the tent. Yeah. I kind of spun the, the camera around. But so you're going to do the intro outro for that episode? Let's yeah, do no, it right let's now. Let's do it right now. Oh, okay. Kay. I think we need to get this recording. I think uh, <laughs> What show is? What are we recording right now? I don't now? know. We've just we been recording t- for like a really long time, like <laughs> well over an hour. <laughs> Has it been that long? I I can't imagine it not being. Hour and three minutes at this point. Oh, dang. Well, this concludes another wonderful episode of the Dental Marketer Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>